You are listening to Mel Verbalizers and I am you one. Today I'll verbalize the band Devastator. Devastator is a black speed thrash metal band from Derby, United Kingdom. Uh, and the band was founded in 2017, I believe. Uh, be aware though that there are several bands named Devastator. Uh, from, from like uh, Canada, Germany, Italy, uh, Malaysia, Poland, Sweden, etc. But this episode is dedicated to the band Devastator from the United Kingdom. So I just want to make sure uh, to be very clear on that just from the beginning. Because uh, I noticed when I searched for Devastator a little bit that there was a lot of bands with, with that name. But uh, again, I kind of want to just mention that here in the beginning so that everyone is kind of clear exactly uh, which Devastator I am talking about here. Uh, But uh, the way I would summarize uh, Devastator's sound is uh, mostly kind of a mix between something like uh, Midnight and Toxic Holocaust, Uh, especially on some songs. I think that's very, very prominent that kind of like approach and that kind of speed metal uh, thrash metal kind of sound you know mixed with kind of like black elements here and there Uh, like those uh, bands that I mentioned kind of are kind of known for really kind of like Midnight and Toxic Holocaust are kind of like bands that are pretty much known for their kind of styles of uh, black thrash so to speak. Uh, And I think uh, Devastator kind of takes a little bit from both, even though those two bands are a little bit different, even though both could technically be called Black Thrash. Uh, But I think Devastator definitely, I can definitely hear um, some some, uh, both Midnight and Toxic Holocaust references here and there. Uh, I think uh, generally I would say that uh, Devastator's Black Thrash sound is uh, closer to that. Well, you know, closer to bands like Midnight rather than perhaps bands like, uh, let's say, Death Hammer. Uh, but even though, I guess, I guess, kind of want to think about it, maybe there's some Death Hammer here and there as well, uh, actually. And uh, uh, and also, also I can hear a bit of Vatane once in a while. Uh, uh, not in the least uh, in songs uh, such as uh, Hail Death. Uh, I think that has quite a Vatain uh, sound kind of feel to it in a way. Uh, can I, if that makes sense. Uh, but anyway, I, I believe that Devastator, uh, the first release from Devastator was uh, a demo, I believe. Uh, which was simply titled Devastator, which was basically a self-titled, uh, I guess. Uh, which they released in 2018. Uh, and also something... Actually, when I, when I kind of looked at Devastator's releases o- over the years, something that I was quite interested in uh, was the next release that I saw from the band, uh, which was the live album Darkness Over Derby, uh, which, uh, as it was kind of written, where I read it, it's like uh, Live in Derby Bootleg which was released in 2019, which 
based on based on that and the way I understand it is that Darkness Over Derby is like kind of an official bootleg and and I think there are um, there there are two things here perhaps primarily that made me kind of fascinated and that that really interested me here and and that was uh, uh, firstly uh, it's pretty uncommon for a band to release an live album that early uh, like uh, after just a demo that's I don't actually think I've ever seen that before uh, maybe I have so kind of don't, <laughs> don't, don't quote me on that but I don't think I've ever seen that uh, ever before uh, like you know if it's 2019 and they were released and they were like founded in 2017 that's a very very short time and as kind of I said after only one demo that that's really really early uh, but the the second thing that kind of fascinated me with that was uh, was the old bootleg thing that it's kind of the same same kind of idea there I think it's like it's really really uncommon I think that there is kind of like a bootleg like that from from such a new band relatively new band as Devastator is uh, and and that kind of fascinated me I'm, I'm kind of interested uh, regarding the kind of like uh, context behind that bootleg um, I don't know it, it, it definitely kind of ma- made me think a lot and kind of was kind of fascinated uh, to kind of know more about that and the like kind of whole uh you know as i said it, like the context behind that why why that bootleg came to be so to speak uh, but anyway in 2020 which was the next year after the live album bootleg uh devastator released two singles which were uh, worship the goat and spiritual warfare uh, both of which were released in 2020 and both of which are later included on Devastator's debut full-length and uh, speaking of uh, their debut full-length which was also released in 2020 uh, after the singles uh, and was titled Baptized in Blasphemy which kind of like going back a little bit to their kind of like uh, black thrash kind of style to me that sounds really black thrash you know not the least that uh, for, for example it was kind of uh, interesting that I mentioned Midnight before and that their sound is a lot like kind of similar to Midnight I, I can definitely hear some Midnight but also uh, Baptized in Blasphemy it, it kind of sounds a lot to me uh, like uh, Midnight's album uh, Rebirth by Blasphemy uh, and uh, you know Rebirth by Blasphemy and Devastators Baptized in Blasphemy it it, it definitely has that kind of like black thrash thing which uh, uh, also as I kind of mentioned earlier I believe uh, but uh, in case I haven't or you haven't heard that before uh, I'm a big big fan of the kind of like black thrash sound uh, for bands and uh, some might know I'm a huge huge fan of uh, bands like Toxic Holocaust and 
Death Hammer, etc. So I really, really like that, which, which definitely was one of the reasons that my eyes opened up for Devastator, uh, which I like a lot personally. Uh, so uh, basically, like the, this kind of like whole black thrash vibe that Devastator is really going for. I, I, I really, really like that. Uh, but kind of going back to uh, uh, Baptized in Blasphemy specifically, uh, something that I noticed and really liked uh, when looking at the song list from this album uh, was the song lengths. Uh, songs like uh, Howling Nights, which I believe is the first song on that album, uh, and uh, Hail Death, like I mentioned earlier, are pretty long songs, uh, relatively speaking. Uh, they're like uh, almost uh, up to five minutes, which I think I might be wrong here, but uh, in my experience and in what I believe, I think that five minutes or well, close to five minutes at least is pretty long for like a black thrash song. Uh, like black thrash and a kind of like really intense, aggressive type of metal uh, tends to be pretty short but uh, these songs are a little bit longer uh, which I think is really cool uh, in a way uh, but anyway uh, to, to kind of stay on track here uh, something else is like those are pretty long but songs like uh, Send Them to Hell and Death Slot are pretty short uh, and not even uh, two minutes uh, by the way I could just kind of like throw that in there uh, in case someone uh, kind of uh, mentioned that, like uh, noticed that, uh, the title Send Them to Hell. Uh, for example, Toxic Holocaust also has a song uh, called Send Them to Hell. But this is not a cover of that song. Uh, this song, Send Them to Hell, is its own song. Um, so uh, if you uh, uh, kind of assume that it's a cover, uh, then uh, it's not, and uh, I would absolutely encourage you to uh, check out this uh, song, Send Them to Hell, because it's uh, absolutely great, and you don't want to miss that. But, like, the thing that I think is really cool with the, the kind of, like, big difference in song lengths is that sometimes uh, I feel like listening to a little longer songs, uh, and uh, other times I am kind of the absolute opposite. I want very short songs, uh, very, like straightforward it's like it it i think it really depends on my overall mood at at that exact moment uh and i mean the the way devastator made this album is like you you get both of that which which i think is great it's like when i feel like listening to the longer songs i can listen to howling nights and hail death and uh well vice versa when i feel like listening to the short songs, very like straightforward. I can listen to songs like Send Them to Hell and uh, Death Slot. So I don't know, it's just my, my kind of point here is that I really like how like Devastator uh, did that, you know, so you kind of get bo the best of both worlds kind of. But uh, anyway, uh, Devastator actually released another single in 2020 uh, titled Merciless Onslaught, uh, which are which is a song that is not included on their 
full length, which I thought was really interesting. It's, I don't know. Uh, it's very, very early after uh, those other singles and the full length. It, it kind of like, kind of gives me questions such as why wasn't that uh, song included on uh, the full length? Uh, and uh, even if that song was like uh, written uh, after the full length, which obviously would make it impossible to include it, it still kind of interests me why they didn't kind of like save that song for the next album uh, or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I, I guess it could be be millions of reasons for that, but I don't know. It's just kind of like questions that arose uh, in my mind. In general, when it comes to their album covers, they have a very uh, black thrash look. Uh, the albums are generally very dark, like with a lot of black. Uh, and it's like usually a very like black and white color scheme with uh, a bit of red, which is which the red is usually mainly the logo, uh, such as on their full length Baptized in Blasphemy. There's like a black background, a white goat head, and then like the red uh, logo. It's kind of like when you look at them, you, you really can't mistake how it will sound, you know? Some people might think it's a little bit, you know, cliche or unoriginal, but, but I don't really agree with that. I think I, I'm kind of the opposite in a way, uh, because I think it's like, I think it's great to kind of have that very classic aesthetic to a band. Um, be, because the way I see it is that uh, it's a great way for a band like Devastator to be very clear to the listener, uh, you know, basically what the listener should expect. Devastator is very, very clear on what exactly you should expect, could expect from the album. Going into the aesthetics of the band, you know, with, with the album covers, uh, etc. Uh, I could also kind of like mention the uh, overall uh, look of a uh, like aesthetic of the band uh, themselves and like their live show devastator have a very blackmail look uh, with uh, the blood and skulls and shit like that basically uh, they kind of look like they're going for a similar uh, kind of like aesthetic and look as uh Watain, in my opinion uh, it's like I th I think it's the very dark aesthetics usually and like uh, a lot of blood and dark colors rather than like the classic uh, white painting and you know black around the eyes and stuff like that which usually black metal bands kind of do but uh, Devastator is one of these bands who is kind of like going for the black around the eyes and they're like covering themselves in blood uh, which definitely kind of made me uh, spontaneously think um, think about uh, Watain, which kind of were going for uh, that um, look. Uh, though I think that uh, Watain actually was uh, or are using white paint as well uh, as well with the blood, but I believe that. Based on what I've seen, I think uh, Devastator is uh, just going with like the black color 
around the eyes and stuff like that, and uh, just going for the blood and uh, no white painting. Um, which, I mean, I, I think it's generally a great aesthetic for a band like Devastator, and uh, I mean, I, I think it's kind of like the same reason as for uh, the album covers that I mentioned earlier. Uh, it's like it's really showing you what they sound like, basically. Uh, it's kind of like the same thing there, I think, uh, that I explained earlier. Uh, so I think it's generally a great look, and, you know, it it's... It's a little bit original, really, I think. Because there's a lot of black metal bands, as I kind of mentioned, with like the white painting and a black around the eyes or like mouth, uh, which is usually like the go-to look for black metal bands, you know. And some use blood and stuff like that, you know. Watain being the obvious example. There are other examples, but... uh, uh, right now I'm really running a blank because I'm not good at black metal band names. But um, th- there are other examples of that. But there's also examples of uh, bands like... Uh, uh, don't quote me on these, but like kind of started that like sar- Sarcophago and uh, Slayer did that as well. With, with like the black color but uh, no white painting. Uh, again, I'm not sure if those bands started doing that, uh, which kind of later became pretty popular for more like war metal bands. Uh, but that I think those bands are the earliest I know of uh, who did that. But anyway, again, to kind of not lose track uh, of what I was going for here, is that I think Devastated with the, like mainly black colors and the blood is relatively original I think it's not like uh, so you know it's like very classic look that really makes you kind of get a glimpse of what they will sound like you know Uh, but I mean with that I believe it's time to wrap things up and uh, I appreciate you listening and uh, if you like this episode make sure to follow us on Metal Verbalizers and we will give you more tips like this And if this episode results in you checking this band out, please tag us and let them know that we send you to them. Uh, We would appreciate it a lot, and I'm sure they would uh, also. Uh, And, uh, well, we'll be back to you soon with another verbalization. (laughs) 